Welcome, everybody, to another Slab Stocks podcast. This week, we're covering week three of the NFL. Like the last two... Oh, yeah. Like the last two weeks, we're going to be covering three good quarterbacks. We're going to be covering three bad quarterbacks. And we're going to be covering some backups today because there's a lot of backups. So I'd like to call it the good, the bad, and the backups. A little play on good, the bad, the ugly. Um, and then we'll just have a little bit of a news and notes section for you. Um, just interesting things around the league. Again, that's probably more of a fantasy football focus than a actual investment focus, but interesting nonetheless. Oh yeah. Uh, um, and then just one side note here, when we bring up QBR this week, I went for total QBR instead of raw QBR. Um, total QBR is adjusted for opponent whereas raw QBR is not uh, not 100% sure if it tells a better story or not. I imagine it does. Um, but that's what we want with this week, just testing much, it out. Much like uh, park-adjusted stats in uh, baseball. Yeah, in, in baseball, yep. Uh, I just I, I question it today. I mean, I question it having it be this week early because, you know, you're three weeks into the season. How can you tell if an opponent's good or not? Right. But we ran with it anyways. Mm-hmm. All right, so with that, we will start with the news and notes. Uh, just a nice little brief filler before we get into the good stuff. Um, you'll see here that Marcus Mariota got sacked nine times by the Jaguars this weekend. Do you know what's funny? I was looking over the notes uh, between classes today, and I said to my roommate, I was like, holy moly, Kylie Mur- or Kyler Murray got sacked eight times on Sunday. And then I scrolled down a little bit, like, Marcus Mariota got sacked nine times. Yeah, can you can you imagine? A lot of guys get sacked in like the forties, forty sacks in a year. Mm-hmm. If you get sacked nine times a week, so bad. You know, you're on pace for what, 144 sacks? Like a ton. <laughs> That's brutal. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so Marcus Mariota, I'm sure he is sore today. Uh. Christian McCaffrey, yet again, great game. 153 rushing yards, 35 receiving yards, and a rushing touchdown. So that guy just continues to produce. Except for that Thursday night game. Well, yeah, but it's it's interesting because he produced really well. Greg Olson produced really well. And I don't even want to talk about Greg Olson producing well. He, I played him in a league. Ooh, I had him in a league, and I won my auction. I, you have to auction for the bid, and I won it uh, against the kid I was playing, and that was the difference in me winning versus me losing. So it was big. Greg Olson, big fan. Um, but it's interesting because, obviously, what do they do with Cam now? Well, It'll be an interesting uh, focus because McCraffy looked really good. Greg Olson looked really good. And uh, Kyle Allen, who you'll hear later, looked really good. For sure. Um, we got Mark Ingram had a great game, 103 yards on 16 rushes, I believe, three touchdowns. So, uh, just a nice, he finally got out of that, like three headed monster, two headed monster. He's always been a part of in, uh, New Orleans and is the main guy and, uh, looking really good, looking really good. Um, and Russell Wilson, I, I would be remiss if I didn't throw Russell Wilson in here. I don't like the Seahawks, but uh, and I did, so I didn't want to put him in the quarterback section. 
but the dude had 406 yards passing, two touchdowns, 51 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, and he still lost. Yeah, he was on my fantasy team and put up some mad points, except I did still lost get, that game. Did he get like 40? Yeah, he got, he got over 40. In my yeah. league, we had a little bit higher scoring because my roommate loves to boost some scoring. But uh, hate that. Eh, as it is. All I, I only like standard scoring. None of this, like, ooh, get a 40-yard run, have four extra points. Yeah, see, he, he's big into, like, the over 100 rushing or over 100 receiving yard type of thing. Mm, confusing. Um, Mike Evans? Oh, I don't want to talk about Mike Evans. I don't want to do it. I Was benched, he on your bench? I benched him. Ooh. I mean, that. Yeah, of course. Of course you'd have to bench him. James Winston's been terrible. James Winston's been so bad. Him. But 190 yards and three touchdowns, incredible day. Keenan Allen, just slightly worse at 183 yards and two touchdowns. Nate, you got to hear this. This is like, what are the odds of this? I'm in four leagues, four different fantasy football leagues, and in all four leagues I played against Keenan Allen. All four. Woof. And he had had 11 catches, I believe. 183 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. That's uh, 29, 41 points. I got absolutely destroyed because of that. And I played against Greg Olson, and it's just a brutal day. Oof. Well, I won both of my leagues. So, you know, I won both my leagues. The Packers won. The Brewers won. It was a good Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we get to Shaquille Barrett, uh, linebacker for Tampa Bay. He had four sacks and two forced fumbles, along with six total tackles. I don't want to hear about Khalil Mack when we can talk about Shaquille Barrett. Yeah. Like, what? Four sacks and two force fumbles. That's a crazy week. That's like that's, that's like a full season of stats for some like rushers only. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Uh, I saw I saw a stat on Sunday. The the Smiths, Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith for the Packers combined for five sacks and fourteen combined tackles. And last year. Uh, Clay Matthews and Nick, Nick Perry combined for five sacks and like 17 combined tackles for the whole season. I uh, I read about that too. Yeah. So, you know, he's already almost as good as Nick Perry and Clay Matthews combined from last year. Right. By before, himself. Before we move on to the quarterbacks, I got to talk about this fantasy tragedy. Granted, his name's going to come up earlier, but I'll say it now. So I am up by 1.8 points on Sunday night, and my dude I'm playing against has Robert Woods, and this is the last play of the game. And literally the only way I could lose the game was if Baker Mayfield threw an interception. And I look at my friend, I'm like, Baker Mayfield's going to run out of the pocket, he's going to be pressured, and he's just going to throw into the end zone, it's going to be picked, and we we'll lose by 0.2 points. That's exactly what happened. It was one of the worst fantasy losses I've ever had. I lost by 0.2, and the only way it could have happened was if they picked him off. And it was just bound to happen because he had to get in the end zone. Otherwise, the game would have been over anyways. And he's been pressured all game. So I knew it was going to happen, but it was so stupid. Well, you know, some teams just don't get – if you're a good team, you just don't get into that uh, – Well, into that really, I should, have played, I should have played Kyler Murray, which I'm going to do next week, though. Kyler Murray didn't have that good of a game either, though. Yeah, but he saw the 18, which is more than Baker's 9. True. True. You're, I, you know – I was like, man, Aaron, you're kind of risking it with Baker and Kyler on the same team, and <laughs> here we are. 
a couple weeks in, it's yeah. looking a little rough. Kyler's look good, but yeah, Kyler's a top ten quarterback right now. I'm gonna play him this week. We'll see. Me, uh, yeah. Honestly, I'm not too concerned about fantasy. It's just some fun for me to watch. You know, get, get involved with football. I'm not really like super into it right now. I'm more into cards. Oh. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my one, my one team is really bad because I didn't get drafted. So I'm really oh, only that's into. The, that's the excuse you're running with for the whole season. Well, I mean, it is true. Just I was messing, not at the draft. Just messing around. <laughs> All right. Well, with that and our brief uh, tangent on fantasy talk, we will jump into the good quarterbacks for the week. Number one on our list and a guy that Aaron recently put an Instagram post up on is Kyle Allen, who, if you're like me, you'd never heard of him before he was named the starter last week. Same. That's the first time I heard of him. Yeah. You know, you would have thought it was going to be Will Greer. And here we are, Kyle Allen. And all he does is go 19 for 26 with 261 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, an 85.5 total QBR. Again, that's total, not raw. And a 144.4 rating, which is only like 13.9 points off a perfect rating. He also had the highest passer rating of the entire week of any quarterback. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. He destroyed it. Um, Would have loved to have gotten to watch a little bit of the game, but was watching the Packers at the time, and I don't have NFL Sunday tickets, so I can't exactly choose who I get to watch. Right. But uh, Well, I'll give a little price synopsis. On yeah, it. yeah, give us a rundown on those prices. So I made the Instagram post yesterday. He's the first post after the Sunday. I uh, thought that he was the most fitting because he came out of nowhere compared to some other guys we'll talk about later. Um, but on September 7th, these were uh, his absolute, I think it's called signature standouts. So it's not even like – part of the base set like he only had two autographs one in unparalleled and one in absolute because he was a practice squad player for most of the year his rookie season uh, i was selling for five dollars on september 7th so that's like just into week one of the season went up to thirty dollars after he got named the starter after cam got hurt and then the day after his big game the average sale was at a hundred dollars um, i know that one was sitting on ebay for a hundred dollar buy it now but out of the ones that sold uh, they average around 100, which is pretty crazy. That's a 1,861% increase, Ooh. which is wild. In, in a few days. Yeah. In what? Uh, what's today? 24th? 17 yeah. days? Yeah, 17 days. A little two and a half weeks. That's insane. Yeah. You put a little. You put a $10 investment in. You walk away with 200 bucks. Yeah. Not as good as that guy that put in an 89 cent investment on a. Uh, he lost that though. He did lose that, but, do you but he was so it? close. I do not know. See, I know but that for, people were saying he had well, to. I'm sure he for did. Those, for those of you that don't know, uh, there was a guy that did, I forget the term. Parlay. He parlayed an 89-cent bet on all these teams to win games. or to hit, to hit you know, their over-unders or whatever. And it came down. He got all, all first 19 right, and he took the Redskins – outright for a win against the bears and he was in line for 89 cents he was in line to win 500 grand yeah it's crazy and the redskins lost what what's he don't know if he edged his bet or not i'm sure he did he probably put like whatever he could on it um not the full 500k probably because not many people can do that but um 
what, what's interesting is that 18 of those games were college football. Two of them were NFL. And in those 18 games, there was like UL Lafayette against some other team and Army versus this other tiny team in Tulane. Like all these random opponents that you would literally have no idea how to even predict a matchup like that. And that's like got to be one of the luckiest things in the world until he, the Redskins lost. But still insane to go 19 out of 20 on that. Like that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, and unbelievable. The funniest thing is that the odds have to be insanely, insanely low. The nineteenth one was, or the like, the one that would have been twenty was the very last game of the entire slate, which is funny. Like then that the odds for that's really low too. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So with that, we move on to number two, Deshaun Watson, who went twenty-five for thirty-four, three hundred fifty-one yards, three touchdowns a 135.8 rating, and a 75.5 total QBR. Yet again, another fine week by Deshaun Watson. Seems like he is doing this every week, week in and week out for the first three weeks. He's looked really good this year. My preseason MVP picks were, other than Patrick Mahomes, which is just like, oh, yeah, he's going to have an amazing year, is uh, Carson Wentz or Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson is currently closer than Carson Wentz, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Granted, Obviously. Carson Wentz is playing with, like, fifth and sixth string receivers and no cornerbacks, so their team is pretty brutal right now. Yeah. Also, uh, nobody's really going to beat Patrick Mahomes. No. The dude he keeps, is insane. He keeps throwing three touchdowns every single week and no and picks. And 300 yards. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, as for eBay prices, despite Deshaun Watson's big day, his prices were all over the map before his game. And his prices are all over the map. After his game, there's no real up or down movement. It's all just kind of are they ranging, are they ranging from like 120 to 160 right now? Because I yeah, can't. it's 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 weird. I can't. I couldn't get a grasp on the prices here because there'd be one there'd be sales the same day that have like a forty dollar difference, and then one would be like way lower after the you know game, and then the next one would be like way higher. And you're like, what is going on here? It's it's yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I was looking; and it's really random right now. Like I, yeah. I literally don't get it. You can't, you can't sell him right now and be like, you know what? This last one sold for 160. I should get 160. You might get 180. You might get 120. Yeah, it's the weirdest I, thing. Well, even if if I had Watson, I'd hold it right now. There's no point in selling. Yeah. I mean, no, like, you could have gotten him like two months ago for like 40 PSA 10. Yeah, they were like 35 in like June. Yeah, which is so. Wild. Um, so that, that's our number two, unfortunately, no real change there to talk about just a weird market, which I think is good to bring up because a lot of times you see a guy go out and dominate and all of a sudden his market adjusts upwards after one game. Um, even buying opportunity though, but Deshaun Watson is strange, just strange. If you're listening to this and you're like, what are you talking about? Just go look up Deshaun Watson prism. Uh, PSA 10, and then uh, go to the sold listings, and you'll see what we're talking about. It's yeah. all over the place. No rhyme or reason at all. Yeah, and then there's like buy it nows that are lower than some of the auctions too right now, so it doesn't really make much sense. Yeah. All right, and then number three, and I know there's going to be some people out there that are upset that it is not a certain rookie quarterback here, but I went with the guy that actually has legit cards for sale. Um, because this is first and foremost a card podcast. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 
because of course, if we wanted to, we could put Patrick Mahomes on here every week because that's how good he is. And we might, it might just become a Patrick Mahomes appreciation podcast. <laughs> it should. That's how good he is. But uh, 27 for 37, which is uh, 66%, right? Around there. 374 yards, three TDs, zero picks, a 132 rating, and a, about 80 total QBR. Which is uh, – I like it. Yet again, another solid, solid week for Patty Mahomes. And also, um, I was just going yeah. to make a point here before uh, – you start to talk about the prices. I'm gonna make a point about the prices. Um, I don't necessarily. I know you did the 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 gathering of the information here, but why were why did these things drop to 160 or 180 before the game when they were like 200 to 210 last week? Yeah, that's another thing. I almost put no no thing here, but I found a couple. I kind of took a, a mid range here, 160 to 180. There was like one or two for 190 before that 200. Uh, PSA nines were going for like 220, 230. Yes. But there was there was a number in a row that went for like 160 to 180, which is why I took the price. All right. Well, here's here's what you should do. You should watch Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes Prism rookies and buy them whenever they're 20 to 30 bucks under the highest sale. That's what you yeah. should be doing. Because on September 23rd, the same card went for, which is the day after uh, their game, the card went for 200. So. Patrick Mahomes is another one where it's all over the place. But the people that bought four days ago and sold one day ago, instantly sitting on like $40 profit. Yeah, around 20 bucks. But after fees, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, a very weird markets for these. If you're, if you're a backup that suddenly did well, your market explodes. If you're a, a already – a uh, good quarterback that has just had good weeks. Your market's very it, – it's in the same price range, but it's very up and down. It's weird. I can't – I don't know what's going on with Mahomes and Watson. Yeah, it is kind of strange. Um. Okay, so that is our good, our good quarterbacks for the week, Kyle Allen, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Sorry for those of you that were expecting Daniel Jones, but we'll cover him a little bit later. Um. And going on to the bad quarterbacks of the week, number one in our hearts, number one in the Christian Yelich fan club, and number one in I had a very bad week at quarterbacking, Baker Mayfield. Dude, his line is so bad. I'm not even going to talk about it. His, his line is so bad. His line is insanely bad. I watched a lot of that game. He had no time. Obviously, the Rams have a very good pass rush. I mean – but it was like three guys every pass rush were there. Yeah. It still it still doesn't I mean, it was bad. His offensive line is bad. But unfortunately, if we're talking about card prices I and know. stats. It doesn't matter. People aren't gonna care if his line was bad. They're just gonna look at the stats if they didn't get to watch the game. Yeah. And uh he went eighteen for thirty six. Fifty percent completion percentage is trash. He went for hundred and ninety five yards, one touchdown. One interception, which is the interception you were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, 64 quarterback rating and a 39 total QBR. Well, not great. <laughs> anyway, any way you put it, it's bad. I mean, a 64 rating is pitiful. A 39 total QBR is pitiful. 
for all those listening, uh, if you are sitting on a uh, PSA 10 Baker Mayfield and you bought it for like $125 and now it's like 85 or whatever, just know well, they that, were, uh, they were around 150. I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying it. Let's just assume that they didn't buy it at the very height and they bought it like 125. Just know that I have a blue shimmer autograph number at 25 prism 9510. <laughs> yeah, that's a rough one. That's okay though. I, mean, I, I enjoy the card. I think the problem with Baker is obviously he looked good last year and we all expected him to be amazing with Odell and Jarvis Landry and David Njoku and well, Nick Chubb. Njoku's an IR. And now Njoku's on IR. Their offensive line is the worst offensive line they've probably ever had in the history of that franchise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what they're going to do. They need they need to protect him. Maybe they can make some trades for guys midseason, but that's a weird thing in the NFL where it doesn't really always happen. No, it, it's not like the NBA or the MLB where you like strengthen your team by adding a piece. Really. i rarely see that. Yeah. It's so, like one weird big move and that's about it. Yeah. So it seems like you're kind of just stuck with Baker Mayfield getting harassed and you'll probably have big weeks against weak pass rush competition. And when you play like a team like the bears or the Rams, you'll look pretty bad. Which is unfortunate because I really think that he's better than what's happening right now. Well, I would hope he was better than 18 uh, for 36, 195 yards, a touchdown, a pick, and a 39 yeah. total QBR. Also, this is like completely way off topic, but since we're the Brewers fans and you guys know that and we're from Milwaukee, I have to bring it up. Uh, the Brewers have the best ERA in baseball in September. Truth. Is that wild or is that wild? Because that's awesome. And next year they won't. I know. I I don't really care about next year right now. I'm just excited that we should make a wild card spot. Uh, and then lose to Max Scherzer. And then we win win against Max Scherzer, and then we sweep the Dodgers, and then we beat the Braves, and then we beat the Astros. Uh, Astros, And then, yeah, no, that's going to happen. You know how impossibly hard it would be to beat the Dodgers and the Astros in one postseason? Imagine beating the Dodgers, Braves, and Astros. That'd be, like, impossible. I ain't too worried about the Braves. I know, but just combine another 90-plus win team into there, 95-plus win team. Yeah, that's true. Like, Anyways. Yeah, sorry. Back on topic. <laughs> uh, since this is a NFL-themed card podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, so Baker was around $90 before the game. He was around $90 for a PSA 10 after the game. So despite his bad game, no real shift in price. As of recording my notes at – around noon today so maybe something sold uh in the last five hours that we don't know about um so that's number one baker's number one number two our guy lamar jackson who we love who has been on the good the last two weeks he has found himself in the bad column this week yeah he didn't have a great week throwing the ball but at least he kept him in the game towards the end Correct. A great week throwing the ball is an understatement. I said he did not have a great week throwing the ball. Yeah. Uh, 22 for 43, which is almost 50%. Uh, a little bit above. 267 yards, a 70.6 rating, a 63.5 total QBR. And if you're like Nathan, you switched over, you skipped over the touchdowns and interceptions. It's because he had neither. Uh, and but he did have 46 rushing yards and a touchdown. Um, so rushing 
still did well. I think it was eight rushes for 46 yards and a touchdown. Passing, not so great. At least there was no picks, but 20, uh, 21 incomplete passes and uh, not going to get it done. So not a great week for him, which is kind of disappointing, especially because the first two teams were terrible that they played. And this last team, uh, they played the Chiefs, you know, pretty good. So I was hoping for a little bit better of a showing from him. Yeah, as was I. But uh, his base prism were both also kind of weird. It was around $15 for a base prism with shipping included. And I say around because, you know, some go for like 13 some go for like 16, 17, uh, but majority will be selling for like 11, 12 plus like $3 shipping. That's ungrateful. So, so $15 before the game and still after the game around the same price. You know, you might be able to find a couple for a few bucks cheaper or a couple for a few bucks more, but mm-hmm. in the same general area. Right. So despite the bad game, nobody's really re- ready to uh, sell low on him. I mean, I I wouldn't be. No, you uh, I mean, too much you talent there to sell. You, you don't you don't sell on a guy that's in his third week of his second year, in which the first year he didn't play all the time. Yeah, and then he just played against one of the best teams in the NFL and lost by a little bit. You know, they should yeah. still put up a good record. And honestly, with as bad as that division's looking, they should cakewalk to the AFC East title. Oh yeah, yeah the the. Bengals, Browns, and Steelers are not formidable opponents right now. No. I mean, the Browns have looked utterly disappointing. And then the other teams, once Big Ben went down and they weren't good in the first place with them, just didn't look good. So, Yeah. And and the uh, the Bengals are the Bengals, and they don't have A.J. Green right now. Yeah. That's all you need to know about that. And then the third guy on our bad section is, unfortunately, who there was actually a decent number of weeks this week, quarterback-wise. Like uh, last week, there was a ton of bad weeks to choose from. There was a lot of middling weeks, so Kyler Murray's stat line doesn't seem terrible uh, on its head, but compared to everyone else, pretty bad. And he went, well, well, yeah, it is. He went 30 for 43 for only 173 yards. He threw two touchdowns, but he also threw two picks, and he got sacked eight times. You remember Marcus Mariota got sacked nine, so he takes the crown, but eight sacks is ridiculously high. Uh, Way too many to take. I'm sure he's trying to extend plays, and it's not working um, instead of throwing the ball away. Uh, 73.1 quarterback rating and a 54.1 total QBR on the week for Kyler. He also added in 69 rushing yards, which is nice. Um, but eight sacks is eight sacks and two interceptions is outrageous mm-hmm. for a week. Um, and you'll see that it reflected in his price because on September 16th, and again, Kyler doesn't have a prism or a national treasure yet, or a contender's autograph, or a contender's autograph. So we took an Origins patch auto numbered out of 99. Uh, that was one of the few cards I could find that had similar, that was the same and had uh, sale points before and after the game. And on September 16th, one went for $140 shipped or thereabout. Uh, these will always be rounded. And then on September 24th, which is today, 
the same card went for $95. Woof. That's a pretty, that's a huge drop actually. Which is a giant $45 drop. Yeah. That, that's, actually, um, that's actually uh 55. No, 45. What? My bad. My bad. It's yeah. 45. I don't know. Uh, so significant, significant money there. And it wasn't even that really bad of a game. Mm-mm. I mean, it wasn't great by any means. Hey, maybe it, it was a little bit better in quarterback rating than Lamar Jackson, but worse in uh, QBR. Uh, passer rating. He's a little bit better in passer. passer rating. Sorry. Yeah. And a little bit worse in QBR. So, you know, depending on which stat you like better. Um, he was much better than Baker, though, but his price has dropped significantly. Yeah. And well, so another those thing are. It's, yeah. it's just like the like the origins patch auto like that's not a card that's necessarily going to stabilize through a bad week. Like imagine if he had a PSA ten prism, I imagine that would not have dropped like forty percent. You know. Yeah, and nobody you know nobody cares about origins patch autos. Like I don't know if origins was around. Uh, I don't know when it came out, but like I don't see those being sold for Lamar. No, yeah, like those those did come out then, but like Pat, once you get into the main products, like they just don't even sell that often. Yeah, so it's uh, not a really sought after, and you can see that in the price. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the bad. We got Baker, we got Lamar, and we got Kyler. Uh, three quarterbacks, I think you'd agree, we like. I, I was literally just thinking the same thing. I was going to say, oof, those are three guys that I actually really like. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you can't win every week, and you're not going to have a good week every week, especially for young guys. You got to remember uh, – two second-year players, and a rookie. Not every week's going to be easy. And then we run into a little section called the backups, which is uh, not something I planned on having in this podcast, but when you have a week like this week, uh, you kind of go with it because the backups we had this year, we started with Jacoby Brissett who was a backup before Andrew Luck retired. Now he's a starter, so I didn't add him in. You've got Kyle Allen, who's in the good section. And then you've got Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater, Daniel Jones, Gardner Minshew, Mason Rudolph, Josh Rosen, and then guy that I didn't add into the backups, Luke Falk, who is the backup to Trevor Simeon, who was the backup to Sam Darnold. Dude. I I'm happy for Teddy Bridgewater, but I just can't believe that. Like I saw a graphic, I think it's probably from Heroes for Sale, and just looking at it, like the names that are like not playing right now is crazy. Like coming into the season or even last year, like oh Andrew Luck, Big Ben, and Drew Brees, three top ten quarterbacks, and now they're all not in the NFL, not playing currently. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And so we uh. Figure we'll just cover how the backups do every week because you know that's always kind of interesting. Um, we won't talk about their prices all the time, but as long as there's a good chunk of backups, we'll cover them here on the uh, our weekly NFL podcast. Oh yeah. So to, so to start, we we got the oldest one in the group, Teddy B. Uh, he went 19 for 27 for 177 yards, two touchdowns, a 112. Uh, passer rating or 113 passer rating and a 65.4 total QBR which not a bad week all things considered he looked much worse last week uh, and they won too and they won 
and they they staved off uh, Russell Wilson in his incredible week. So Teddy B probably looking probably going to use the rest of the year to set himself up for a return to the Vikings. That's my guess. Uh, as they bench Kirk Cousins for being terrible, though Drew Brees am, is going to retire after this year. I am kind of I am kind of curious. So Mitchell Drabuski looked all right against the Broncos. Not great. All right. No, Not he was great. bad. He was bad. Well, they won. I guess is what I'm trying to get to. A, a crap win. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, and Mitchell Trubisky looked good yesterday. No. Against the Redskins. Terrible oh, team. Yeah. The Redskins are so bad, dude. That game was terrible. Um, <laughs> and Kirk Cousins looked really good against the Falcons. And again, looked really good yesterday against the Raiders. So you're saying the Packers are the best team in the NFL? So what I'm saying is maybe – Maybe instead of just saying, hey, these two guys are completely incompetent quarterbacks, <laughs> which is where I was at after the Packer Vikings game last week. Same. Maybe it's more along the lines of maybe these quarterbacks aren't as bad as I think, and our defense is just a little bit better than I thought. Well, I like that too. And I think because, they, I think I think you're on the right track with that. Because like Kirk Cousins actually had a quite a good week. Yeah, he did. He looked terrible. Oh, yeah, he was so bad. <laughs> yeah, and obviously the Raiders aren't a great team. No. Um, but still, mm-hmm. so that's where I'm at. I'm not trying to say Mitchell Trubisky or Kirk Cousins are good by any means. I just think maybe they're not as bad as we said as last week. I originally thought. Um. So with that, we move on to number two in backups, Daniel Jones. Went 23 for 36, 336 yards, two touchdowns. Oh, one, oh, I was like, did I read this? Nope, had the exact same quarter or passer rating as Teddy B, 112.7, and 87.9 total QBR. A and great, great, great week. Also, also two rushing touchdowns. And two rushing touchdowns. I should have added that in. And, I did not. Yeah, the game-winning score, which was the second rushing touchdown. And I'll cover his prices here quickly. And- and wait, wait, before we get into prizes, uh, and a top speed of 19 miles per hour on three separate rushes. That's pretty you get up to 19 miles per hour. So an athlete along with the quarterback. Uh, what's interesting is that Daniel Jones, obviously, as all of you know, was panned as a terrible pick, just embarrassment to be picked sixth. Would have been picked much later. Would have probably been picked at the Giants' 17th overall pick, presumably. Um, but, and I know it's Tampa Bay, but we're one weekend, and he looks much better than people were expecting. Well, the thing with that is that so many people are bent out of shape that they took him for Dwayne Haskins that they didn't even really like consider what Daniel Jones even was going to be, possibly. You know? Oh no, 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 no! Like, I'm just saying that I, I know there was no sh- there was no shot. Like nobody had him in like the top fifteen, oh, top yeah. twenty. There was a lot of people that had a second round grade on him, mm-hmm. and taking him sixth. True, I, su- I suppose I don't I care about. Talk. I don't care about Dwayne Haskins at all. I suppose I shouldn't talk because I didn't. I was in Europe during the draft, so I couldn't even watch it. Yeah. Um. So, you know, and I don't know enough about a quarterback from Duke to think either which way on it. I just know what all the pundits said. The pundits hated it, 
And so then you start to be like, oh, Giants, so stupid. And yet here we are. Daniel Jones looked good. Game one. On September 8th, his Origins rookie autograph, non-patch, just the autograph number 99, was selling at $102. And yesterday, one auctioned off at 250 So that's yeah. a 125% gain. Boom. Right there. One good game. Granted, it was against Tampa Bay, and they're a terrible team. But nice to see, uh, nice to see him, see him start out well. Right. Also, just the most basic-looking uh, dude I've ever seen in my entire life. He looks a lot like Eli Manning in the helmet. He does. <laughs> he does. Giants have a type, apparently. Well, you want to talk about not basic, look at the next guy. Oh, yeah. Very not basic. <laughs> Mustache and all. Gardner Minshew. Uh Obviously, Nick Foles back up, and now it appears to be Nick Foles' heir apparent after, like, one quarter. Uh, poor Nick Foles. The dude just cannot catch a break. I imagine they probably end up having to trade Nick Foles. I don't think they would trade Gardner Minshew away. I don't think they're going to want to keep both of them when Foles gets healthy. Just a, 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 a Nick Foles got paid, so I can't feel that bad for him. But the dude finally gets a second shot at being a starting quarterback and gets injured right away and then ends up getting replaced by a folk hero, which is tough. Yeah, it's that's it's a rough go. I feel bad for Nick Foles, but the guy got paid, I mean, I guess, you know. Yeah. He's it, he's making he's making a lot of money. Yeah, live and move on. Yeah. Uh well Gardner Minshew went twenty for thirty. 66% completion percentage, 204 yards, two touchdowns, a 108 passer rating, and a 58.4 total QBR. Um, all in all, pretty middling week, I would say. But they won against a, a, a feisty Tennessee team, so mm-hmm. not bad. Um, and then on to the next one, and this was a very popular name on the card market coming into the week. So many Mason Rudolphs being sold. And three, three, two. Two Mason Rudolph one ones are on the eBay links list today. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, don't know if you saw that. Also, did you see that Lamar Jackson uh, optic su- downtown one one Yeah, the Super Fractor. I didn't, I didn't look at a picture of it, but I saw it was on there. It's yeah, so it, was nasty. it was nasty. Uh, but Mason Rudolph went 14 for 27 for 174 yards, two touchdowns, an interception an 81.4 uh, passer rating, and an anemic 18.7 total QBR. How uh, does that happen? He has a terrible team around him with one good wide receiver. No, and uh, I'm one saying good the, running back. the discrepancy between passer rating and total QBR. QBR. Well, an 81.4 passer rating is not good. You got to remember, this is out of 158. I get it. 0.3. Dude, but listen to me. Like Kyler Murray, 73.1 rating, 54.1 total QBR. I mean, we're talking about almost a 70-point difference here for Mason Rudolph versus like – Yeah, but so did, so did Gardner Minshew. He had a 50-point difference. Yeah, I suppose. 70 is still bigger than uh, Baker Mayfield had like a 30. Yeah, but that's not that big. 30 uh, Kyle Allen had a – I mean, obviously, you can't really look at the difference because Kyle Allen had a – 60-point difference, but that's because 85.5 yeah. total QBR is close to 100. I get and 144.4 is close to 158. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't look at the difference. Just under, just know that both those numbers are bad. 
All right. Well, that helps, I guess. Yeah. The, the, the discrepancy will never work out because it's more of a, a percentage off the top. And obviously, 81.4 is over 50% of total QBR and 18.0 uh, total passer rating and 18.7 total QBR is 18.7% of what he could possibly get total. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, yes, there is a large discrepancy. But you also look at his game and 14 for 27 is almost 50% passer rating, only 174 yards through a pick in there. Like, it's not a great game. So, yeah, you know, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, and I think probably disappointing for a lot of people because he was a very hot name going into the week. And I think people, I don't know if they were expecting him to just all of a sudden have the offense clicking that Big Ben couldn't, but it's a bad offense. It's a bad offense. Uh, and so, you know, there's probably not much hope. They need another wide receiver. They don't have too good. They do not have two good threats. They've got no. Juju and James Conner. And even James Conner. Are we even sure he's really that good? He had a good year last year, but yeah, I'm not I'm really sure he's good. Yeah, not sure on that. Yeah. So Mason Rudolph, he I took his uh, Prism Silver Auto. I did not put in there. Prism Silver Auto. Uh, one went for $85 on September 21st. Uh, yesterday, one went for $55. Oh, I, so, was ex- I was expecting that drop off. <laughs> so 30 bucks, obviously. Uh, people pay a premium for the hot new name. If Kyle Allen has a bad week next week, you're going to see his prices drop. I mean, all these guys is that go up, Anyone that goes up very fast will come down just as fast. So you better yeah. know what you want to do when it happens. Yeah, unless they keep it up. Well, I know. But no, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if you have profit in, in a week, sell or expect to have a very wild roller coaster the rest of the way. Yeah. And then just to close it out, not a guy I really want to talk about, but he is a backup and he was drafted last year. So I guess we'll bring him up, but he's very boring to me. Josh Rosen, he went 18 for 39, which is unbelievably bad. 200 yards, a 61.9 rating, and 52.7 total QBR. Come on, you obviously can't tell me, you can't tell me that stat line's a 52.7 total QBR. Well, the, it's adjusted for I know team, team played, and they I played the Cowboys, I which it. is a good team. Yeah. Um, but uh, whereas Mason Rudolph played the 49ers. Who are three and zero? Not a good team. Who are three and zero? Three and zero, and probably not good. I no, I agree. They're not good. I just um. So, Josh Rosen, not much to say about him. Terrible team around him. Pretty boring. Yeah. Prospect. I, I saw some stuff that people were saying though. If he had a better team around him, maybe he would be pretty decent. But he doesn't. So I guess we can't speculate that right now. Yeah. So nothing there. Um. And uh, that's our backups. Yeah. Teddy B, Daniel Jones, Gardner Minshew, Mason Rudolph, Josh Rosen. Could have added in Luke Falk, but uh, let's be real. No one cares. No one cares about Luke Falk. Uh, not, not, to say that, not to say that in a mean way. No. Just uh, from an investing standpoint, I don't think anybody's like, man, 
Well, I'm going to invest in Luke Falk when Sam Darnold's right here coming back in four weeks. I'll tell you what, people were buying them up after he got named the starter. That's a bad move. That is a bad move because he did very bad. And the Jets team is also very, very bad. Yeah. And also, we're not even sure that Sam Darnold's good. We don't know yet. We're not sure. But what you said is true. We don't know. We don't know. So all those people that went out and were like drinking that Sam Darnold Kool-Aid, I am sorry. Yeah, there's a lot of people who haven't really performed this year yet. So we'll just have to see. Yeah. Well, with that, we come to a close of our uh, week three NFL podcast. Oh, we yeah. definitely had we had some movers. Kyle Allen was a big mover. Um, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones was a big mover. Mm. Kyler Murray was a big mover, but in the opposite direction. And uh, Mason Rudolph was a big mover, but in the opposite direction. Everyone else, on the other hand, pretty much the same, whether they played poorly or played well. I do know that Minshew went up this week again. His stuff went up in price again. Okay. Yeah, I didn't look that up. I just, you know, yeah. I didn't want to clutter up the whole backup section. I know. I was two. just saying that he he went up too. Nice. So, a mover on Gardner Minshew also. Um, With that, we have... Week four coming up, and we got a big game. We got a big game uh, coming up on Thursday between the Eagles and the Packers. Oh, yeah, we do. Another another uh, Thursday night game for the Packers. That should be fun. And really, in my mind, the first test for the Packers because the other four teams had pretty trash quarterbacks. Yeah, at the least Eagles the have, Eagles have a good quarterback. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But also, the other three defenses are better than the Eagles. So it should be easier on the Packers, one would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As for matchups. Oh, we got a good Sunday night game. I know I'm skipping got, ahead. Yeah, you're skipping ahead. Don't skip ahead. Uh, we've got Browns-Ravens, which should be very interesting. We've got Patriots-Bills, which should be interesting because the Bills are like one of the best defenses in the NFL. True. Um, we have... Panthers Texans, Kyle Allen against Deshaun Watson should be somewhat interesting uh, for reasons unknown. We got Vikings Bears, which should be interesting because both of them have terrible quarterbacks and great defenses. Uh, Sunday night would have been way more interesting if it was Cowboys Saints with Drew Brees. Yeah. Sadly, it is not. Uh, we got Seahawks Cardinals, which will be interesting. Kyler against Russell Wilson. That should be fun. Um, and we have our first bye weeks this week for the Jets and the 49ers. Oh, look at that. And we have potentially, potentially, this is just a unfounded rumor here, potentially Daniel Jones against Dwayne Haskins if they decided they've seen enough of Case Keenum. I sure hope that they do that because that will be very entertaining. Or it could also be very not entertaining if both of them play badly. Yeah. So, actually a decent number of good games, which makes up for the decent number of terrible games we've gotten in the last couple of weeks. Um, so, I'd say the most exciting for me is definitely probably going to be, I'm very interested in Kyler Murray against the Seahawks. And I'm very interested in Lamar Jackson against Baker. I'm interested in those same exact things. Yeah. So... I, I, 
sorry, yeah. really quick. That that Browns Ravens game should be pretty big because I think that this that like it's at the time where it's like Browns better do something if they still want to be in playoff contention. If they go one and three, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, this season is just a completely blown season. Granted, anyone can go on a streak for an eight-game stretch, but it gets each week goes by. If they don't fix it, it's just going to keep getting worse. Yeah, a lot harder in the NFL. Yeah. Um. So with that, that is a uh, wrap on our week three NFL podcast. Uh, Aaron, we got anything coming up this week that the people should know about? Uh, just the weekly content on Instagram is pretty much what we got going. Uh, we had a video release yesterday. Um, we've been doing a, or we're doing a little mini series on our top prospects of the year. Um, three, two, and one, the top three in our opinion. Um, so we released that on YouTube yesterday. Number three, number two will come out this upcoming Monday. And then number one will come out the Monday after that, uh, for you baseball fans. And other than that, we should have another podcast on Thursday. I think probably do a little bit of basketball or baseball one. Haven't done that for a while. Um, other than that, just stick up with the daily graphs and the daily discussions. Uh, we really enjoy those. All right, sweet. Well, with that, we thank you all for listening to uh, our week three NFL podcast. Hope oh, yeah. you found it enjoyable, potentially enlightening, and if nothing else, hopefully you feel better about your fantasy teams than Aaron does about his. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, thank you all for listening. From Aaron and I, we wish you guys all a good rest of your night.